Hi guys, welcome back to the Tell Me Your Testimony podcast, the podcast where you get to hear people's testimony to find encouragement for your walk with God. So we hope you're ready to be uplifted through this week's episode with your host Aida and her special guest. Hi guys, welcome back. Today I'm here with... Erin Knox. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you excited? I'm so excited, yes. I'm excited because you've been one of the people that's been like ready to do an episode like since back in March when this like low-key started and now that we're like actually doing it, I'm like, yay, Erin's finally getting to do it. So does that mean that that um, you've just run out of people, uh, run out of gravers or Knoxes to talk to, and I mean, now you're into going, the, the no, outlaws. We're going, no, we still have. You're not the last one. We still have Brady, Logan, and Mike. Okay. So you're not. All you're right. nowhere near the outlaws. Okay. You're okay. Like, but I was a thought from the beginning. Yes, so. you were really. You've been. That's OG. all. That ma- that's all yeah. that matters. Exactly. Yeah. So before we get started, can you just take some time to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Erin. I'm, I'm a Leo. Oh wait, that's not this kind of. <laughs> That's not this kind of uh, podcast. Um, I am a Leo. I was I, I was born in the '70s in August. Um, I'm a teacher. I've been a teacher for this is my 24th year. Um, I'm wife to Stephen, and we've been married for um, over 20 years. Um, and I have two sons that are teenagers, mm-hmm. Brady and Logan. Um, I love all kinds of sports and. Outdoor activities. I like to garden, uh, mm-hmm. flower garden, and vegetable garden, and uh, I just like to stay active. But that also leads to you getting hurt a lot. It does. Yeah. It does. I I tend to be a. <laughs> I'm not clumsy, Aida. I'm a victim of my environment. Oh, okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Because really, I'm a quite coordinated person. Just things seem to happen. Seem to happen. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. Well, will you start at the very first like moment when you like met Christ or like and who got you there and who were influential on this side of heaven to meet help you meeting Christ? Sure. So, um, I wasn't raised in a, a Baptist church, mm-hmm. which is different than yeah. a lot of your um, <laughs> guests. Um, but I was raised in church. Um, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, right. and I went to a very traditional Lutheran church. Oh, okay. Um, it was a, a, a really small church. It was mainly my family members and others there, kind of kind of like today. Um, and even up until like the 50s and 60s, they were still having services in German. Oh, okay. So it was very traditional, um, you know, very rote, pr- rote prayers and, um, you know, Bible readings and the same kind of things mm-hmm. every week. Um, but a, a good, solid foundation. Yeah. Um, and then in the late 80s, mid-80s, my dad was transferred with his job here. And when we first moved here, we looked for a Lutheran church. And most of the ones were, like, too big for us. Mm. We were used to a small church. And um, my parents ended up taking us to a Methodist church. And so I spent, um, you know, most of my teenage years there until, you know, until after college, really. Um, and that's where I came to know Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't remember an exact day yeah. or or moment, but um, I was I was very involved there with Sunday school mm-hmm. and um, youth group and youth camps yeah. and retreats and those kinds of things. So it was it was sometime during that mm-hmm. time yeah. when I came to know Christ. Um, the most influential people for me this side of heaven really didn't come. Well, my parents, mm-hmm. um, but the rest of them didn't really come into my life until um, my college years, mm-hmm. um, and then I my um, I 
met my best friend Jenny mm -hmm. and her family um, her mom was really the first person that I ever heard like say like I'll pray for you and she did it right mm -hmm. then and she was always telling me that she would pray for me and she was always worried about my safety and all kinds mm -hmm. of things um, I also my first year of teaching um, one of my co-workers Eddie Thompson mm -hmm. he was another person um, and I'm still friends with him, that he just lived, lives out loud mm -hmm. for Christ. Um, and while I had lots of family members that were, that were Christians and, um, you know, were faithful church members, mm -hmm. they were more kind of quiet about yeah, their faith. Yeah. So those were people that, that seemed to be like 100% mm -hmm. full into yeah. um, living for God. Yeah, that's super cool. That just to see that in a different way of like personifying Jesus in a new way to you of not that what you grew up with was bad or wrong, right? But it was just different of like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna pray for me and you're actually gonna do that and right. it's not just something like that or just being really bold about your faith, which is something I think just noticing that difference of it's always been this way, but now we're gonna be bold about it is really cool. Right. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. So what was that, and maybe it was in that time period of like teenage to college years, or maybe it was a little after or whatever, but when was like an early moment when you realized God was like speaking directly to you? Um, God has always spoken to me through music, mm. um, either, you know, hymns in church or, you know, what I'm listening to on the radio. So probably the first time I teared up mm -hmm. listening to a, a song was the, you know, the, the first time yeah. that I really felt God talking to me. That's um, so cool. You know, like a lot of people that you've talked to, I had an experience at church camp that was really amazing for me. It wasn't until after I had graduated from high school mm -hmm. and I went back as a senior um, that I had um, an experience there um, that was really good. And then later on um, in my early, well, right after college, I mm -hmm. went to a, a retreat called um, the Walk to Emmaus. Oh. And it's like a specific like United Methodist okay. thing. And it's three nights. Um, and it's, it's, um, a spiritual retreat mm -hmm. and that was a really big life changing cool, yeah. thing for me. Tell me about that retreat. Like what would, like, is it just like a typical retreat or like, um, they have them all over the country. Okay. Um, and the biggest part of it is that there's all of these people that are praying for you before you go to it. Mm -hmm. And while you're there, they That's have cool. people that, um, that are set up and are praying for you at certain times oh, while you're really there. Cool. Um, going into that, and this kind of goes into what I'll talk about later, but I was having a lot of doubts mm -hmm. just um, about my salvation. Um, and through that time at that retreat, I was confer confirmed mm -hmm. that, that I was saved yeah. and, um, you know, that it, that it was real. Mm -hmm. And sometimes yeah. it doesn't seem real. It yeah. seems so easy and mm -hmm. simple, and it is yeah. easy and simple, but it could cause you to doubt. Yeah, and I think just growing up with it, you kind of just get in that routine, and then you have a moment like that, and you're like, oh, right, this is so real. God is so present right now, right. and it is so cool. And so that, no, I get that completely. I would just say, I know this is real, but now I really know. Right. Like, it's like you have the head knowledge, mm -hmm. but not the heart knowledge, exactly. maybe, yeah, of it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, and so in that, like, do you remember what song it was that made you, like, tear up? No, I no. don't. Okay. No, it, I, I think probably it's whatever I'm going through yeah. or whatever I'm worried about yeah. or stressed about, you know, and it always seems to be that the right song mm -hmm. plays at yeah. the right moment, whether it's that. in church or yeah. you're driving in the car mm -hmm. and that one song comes on that just speaks to yeah. you. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So then if you want to talk about anything before we jump to like now, but like in between, like you said, like that senior after senior year camp versus like now, what are any big like God stories you want to show? Um, when I met Stephen and his family, they were really influential on me too. Mm-hmm. Um, they were another group of people that were living 100% mm-hmm. for God. Um, in some ways, it was weird to me <laughs> that they went to church on Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday <laughs> and that um, Stephen's dad, Tom, he was you know, teaching Bible study on Tuesday and he was, you know, every time I was over there, he was studying his Bible and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were having these biblical conversations all the time and involved with the church and other things or going to sporting events at mm-hmm. school. It was all church cool. all the yeah. time. Um, and it was just natural for them mm-hmm. and it was natural the way they, they talked about things. And, um, you know, when we went out to eat, they, they prayed before we ate at restaurants, mm-hmm. which seemed... It was it was great, like, mm-hmm. but it was just it wasn't something yeah. that my family did. Like, if we were at a family dinner somewhere, we would do <laughs> yeah. that. Um, and then another big thing, and and it kind of makes my family seem cold and callous, but they told each other they loved each other mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. and um, we just didn't do that. Yeah. And my family just say, we didn't say it, but yeah. every time they went somewhere or they were leaving. They said they told each other they loved them. Yeah. Um, and so I started going to church with Stephen on Sunday nights, mm-hmm. um, and you know, going with my family on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just they were like a hundred percent in, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. to what they were doing. So. Yeah, and I bet that just kind of like. I'm sure that overflowed into your life of I want like that's either going to be like whoa that's too much or no I want that 100 percent right myself. right yeah yep. all right so then how is God still working in your life today and what is he teaching you and who's he using now um I try to live um by the um not it's not a motto I guess but I try to live and see God in everything mm-hmm. even in the little things um I'm a, I'm the person that thinks that if I get a thought in my brain that I need to go a different direction home. Mm-hmm. And then later I hear about a car wreck. I think, oh my gosh, God has saved yeah. me from that. Like, yeah. I, I know that's why I didn't go that way. Um, so I just try to see God in, yeah. in even in the little things um, that happen. I'm, I'm not always great mm-hmm. at it, but I, I try to do that. And then um, in our, our Wednesday night class, Bible study, <laughs> where we have been learning about being the salt mm-hmm. of the earth. Um, and so I'm trying to apply those things. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a teacher. Yeah, and, I'm sure that can go yes. right into that. And I'm um, working in the inner city, mm-hmm. and, and the, in the very inner city. Um, and the kids that I'm working with have tons of trauma and yeah. tons of baggage that they're, they're coming to school mm-hmm. with every day, like unimaginable yeah, trauma. I, yeah. um, so um, just being patient mm-hmm. with them and understanding and um, choosing my words carefully mm-hmm. um, when I speak to them. Yeah. Um, but they're also teaching me a lot yeah. um, about patience and, you know, just things will come up. Like a couple of days ago, a, a little girl said, Mrs. Knox, have you prayed today? <laughs> and so we had a little conversation about that. And then it was funny, this, the same girl um, yesterday, she said, and of course they're just trying to waste time i think but she said if you had one message for the world what would it be mm-hmm. and i'm thinking first of all where did you come up with this but so i'm like that's a really good question so um i said something like choose joy mm-hmm. 
And so then I talked to them a little bit about joy, and I have had a chance to share yeah. my faith with them a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, not not in specifics, yeah. but um, you know, I'm just hoping that through my kindness and mm -hmm. patience with oh, them. Oh, I'm sure that, it's making a huge, of just a, if everything else in their life is hard, they can say, going to this class and being with Mrs. Knox is going to be, it's going to make things better. It's going to make me think of things like joy and like ask right. her. She, like, they're not, they're probably not thinking about that any other time. And so mm -hmm. the fact that they get to hear that, I'm sure is a huge weight off their shoulders at points. That they I hope it is. I hope it is. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what is something, this kind of relates to the question she asked you, but what would you tell younger you when you first came to know Christ in that moment and what would you encourage her with? Um, my biggest problem was really the doubt thing, mm -hmm. um, you know, about my salvation and if God was really real and if I was really saved. Um, and I was always, at, you know, talking to people about that. I would ask Stephen about it and I would talk to Stephen's dad about it. And, um, you know, I, I felt like people kept reassuring me and giving me proof mm -hmm. um, and I would be fine for a while and then I would probably, you know, mess up or... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not be doing everything I was supposed to be doing, and then those doubts would mm -hmm. creep back in. But I think that's that's normal. Mm -hmm. I would tell my past yeah. self that that's normal. Yeah. Um, again, because it does seem so easy in some ways, mm -hmm. and it's you know we're not used to people giving us gifts like that. Yeah. Um, and that it's normal to doubt. And I think through that doubt, that helped me yeah. grow. Yeah. I think a lot of people are scared by their, and it's like, oh, if I doubt, that's bad, and that's like, it's like, no, God can handle, ultimately, God is big enough to handle our questions and our doubts, which is reassuring, of like, oh, yeah, I'm just, like, I'm comfortable, but I can also question, and that's not going to mean that I'm no longer saved or no longer loved, right. like, it's okay that I have these questions, because it's hard to understand God sometimes, and I mm -hmm. think that's okay, and right. I, like, have to be like, it's okay, he can handle your question, and he can, but he's also, like, you're fine. Yeah, and it's helped me to reassure other people oh, I'm sure, yeah. that have, have have had similar doubts or been in the same situation, um, you know, because I, I've walked through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. That felt really quick, so if you have anything Well, you else. know what? I knew I was going to be the fastest person because I'm a woman of few words. <laughs> I don't waste my words. Yeah. I don't waste my words, so, um, yeah, maybe we could spin the wheel like three times. Three times. I mean, if that starts conversation, I'm down. You just have to, so what we started is you have to, if you take a question, you leave a question. So if you want to take three questions, you just have oh, to be geez. ready to leave three questions. Okay. So just take it away. I didn't spin it very hard. Wait, I'm going to re-spin. Okay. I didn't know it was going to take such effort. Ooh. Oh, Hilo and Buffalo. So I'm surprised. Okay, I learned this from a teacher. So maybe I oh, would have thought. So like you know, you would have like, thought I would have known it. Yeah, because like, all teachers. Well, okay. I it just feels like a teacher thing. So it's like, do you know like haps and craps and stuff? No. Like ha you're happy and you're crappy, or you're like uh, rose and you're thorn. Oh, rose so and like, I know like, rose and thorn. So it's like you're happy and you're low, and then your buffalo is just something like super weird and random that you just want to talk about. From the day. From the day. From the week. You can take it. <sighs> Yeah, if you um, want to take a day, you could do week. Um, my high is yet to come Ooh. this weekend. Um, I'm going oh, out of town yes. for the weekend. 
um, with my son. We're going back to my hometown of Pittsburgh and going to a couple of sporting yes. events, a Penguins game and a Steelers game. Oh um, so that's going to be really yeah. awesome. Um, my low for this week is, um, so my foot is in this boot. Yeah. If you if you don't know, people, I've, I've, I've got my foot in a, in a walking boot. It's been in a walking boot for almost three weeks. See, you want me to hold it up? I got a bad hip too, so I can't really hold it up. Um, I went to the doctor yesterday, mm -hmm. and he said I could start weaning myself out okay. of it, but I don't know if I'm imagining it or if it really hurts still. Oh. So as yeah. you see, I'm in it now. Yeah, so, you're um, still, so do you think you're going to make it through the weekend with it on? I think I'm going to wear it to Pittsburgh. Okay. Maybe not in the car and maybe yeah. not a couple other places. So my foot is my low. Yeah. Um, buffalo. Um, so I'm on a diet. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whole 30. Whole 30. I'm doing yeah. Whole 30. Which you and, do a lot, I feel uh, like. Like once or twice a year. Yeah. And it's day 25. You're so and so close. I've only got five days left, and then I've got four Reese cups at school yes. that I'm gonna eat on That's day. That's so exciting. Twenty or on day thirty-one. Will you be done by Halloween then? No. Oh. Thursday is. Wednesday is my last day on the diet. Okay, so Thursday is. It's your... not a diet, people. It's yeah. a way of life. Okay. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. That's funny. I can. I think. We did. I've never done Whole Thirty. I did like the Daniel plan. Mm-hmm. And that was awful. We did it. Me and mom did it. This was forever ago. We did it like, I think we made it like, I think we made it the week. Like, I feel like the detox was a week. And like, it was awful. Like, you're just never full. Like, it was yeah. like, I could eat all, like, I could just yeah. keep eating. And, and it is like the last day. And we, our car breaks down. So we're stuck at someone's house in Indiana. Like, crazy day, crazy story. And like, we're, me and mom are like, just like starving. And this girl is throwing away these fruits and vegetables because they have these bad spots on. And we're literally like, we'll take them. Like, literally give us the garbage fruit that has one bad spot on it. And then we ended up getting Wendy's on the way because it was just like, you know, we're literally about to die. So we just ended up, but we did feel the difference. Like, we both ate the Wendy's and we're like, well, we could tell that that was not good for us yeah. because it was just, we went from like the whole good foods mm -hmm. to the crappy food. What's your, like, go-to meal on a Whole30? Because I know... Oh, gosh. I eat the same thing all the time. <laughs> like, a salad with grilled chicken yeah. or tuna. Shrimp? Shrimp. Shrimp <laughs> and spinach, yeah. I tend to eat the same things yeah. for a couple of days. Yeah. Laura bars are the only, like, packaged right. thing that's yeah. okay. Because they only have, like, two ingredients. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. Can I spin the wheel again? Yeah. Got one. Go for it. That was a really long spin. It was. Well, I need to waste time. Take up time. Favorite, favorite hobby. hobby. Favorite hobby. My favorite hobby is cutting the grass, actually. Really? Yeah. Doing yard work. That's so interesting. Uh -huh. I've uh. never, ever cut grass. Because oh. we live on, like, hills. Right. And so Dad always does it. But, like... I can't imagine that that's fun. I like, like I, don't... I think I like the straight lines. Okay. Um, and the um, organization of it, and it allows me time to be alone. Yeah. Um, nobody really bothers <laughs> you when you're cutting the grass. Um, and, it, um, you know, I like to be yeah. outside and all of those kinds See, of I things. I like, so. yeah, I, I think I'd rather just sit outside. 
Like sometimes people will offer to cut the grass for me and I tell them no. That's so funny. Yeah, I would be like, gladly. Sad. It's really gladly. sad that that's my hobby. No, I think it's good. Yard work. Yeah, yard work. Gardening. Yeah, you said that earlier. Right. Gardening. gardening. She has beautiful, wait, what are they? Are they zinnias? Yes, yes. thank you. Yes, I thank love you. them. We were, when we were house-sitting, I think I like took pictures of mm -hmm. them somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, awesome. you ready for number three? Yeah. Take it away. This shows you how unspiritual I am. <laughs> No, we're getting to know your testimony through these two. Right, I could have said, like, Reading the Bible. debauchery, right? <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Take that two different ways. <laughs> Read the Bible in debauchery. Um, favorite candy? Ooh. Oh, well, I think we know based well, off what you've set aside but, for after but whole 30. No. But no, I actually oh. like any gummy candies. Oh. See, that's like right, yeah. gummy bears, any, gummy in any form, yeah. worms, bears, snakes, yeah. anything. Have you had the butterflies? Butterflies, butterflies I like those. Are my, like absolute favorite. If I see the butterflies, I get them. Mm -hmm. The Albanese gummy bears, the best. Went to the factory. Yes, mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank send, you. For, send oh. the gummy bears my way. Yeah. Add just in the description below. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> people showing up to your house and be please. like, do you have gummy bears at least? Be like, right. oh no. Yeah, please. Should've. Well, thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Glad we Glad got to, to finally do it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and found hope through this week's conversation. Check out our website in the description to locate all our episodes and learn how you could be the next guest. See you next week.